Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington, and today I'm joined by a very special returning guest. She's back again. Uh, Rupa Shakotra is a teen slasher enthusiast, Scream superfan, and former Bollywood journalist. Welcome to welcome back to the show, Rupa. Hello. Hello, Ben. Oh. A very sultry, <laughs> a very sultry Valentine's Day themed voice. Yes, hence the hearts. Hence the hearts in the background. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're listening to this audio version, you'll just have to imagine the hearts. Imagine you're, the hearts. You're surrounded by hearts, and also the the I know what you did last summer poster. Yeah, there's Ryan Philippi there. Oh yeah. What's her name again? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jen- Jennifer loves huge tits. That's what I was used to say anyway. <laughs> I was gonna use the picture. Um the is it does she what did she say? What are you waiting? Is it what are you waiting for? Or what, what are you, you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know a lovely fact about that? And I always bring a fact up about this whenever that is mentioned, that particular scene. That particular scene, which is like one of the most famous scenes in that film, everyone remembers it, was directed by someone who won a competition to direct a scene in a film. <gasps> And, and it's directed... an iconic scene. Yes. Wow. And you know what I mean? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's correct. I definitely we'll, have heard We'll that. make it correct. It's fine. We for us, it... for the horror hangout, it's yeah. truth. It's fact. We will, we will make it correct. Uh, no Andy Conduit Turner today. We're recording no. this uh, ahead of Valentine's Day. So it's not because he's got Valentine's plans and we haven't. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, <laughs> So, but he he's not he's not available, which 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 is persevere, you know. That's what we do. That's what we do on this show. Um, That's what we do. But despite the fact we're recording ahead of it, it is Valentine's Day today when this episode goes out. So happy Valentine's Day, Rupert. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, Ben. Oh, <laughs> you, said, you said that then with a little bit of pity. Uh, did I? Sorry, it came out wrong. It was no <laughs> pity, no pity from me. Happy Valentine's Day, Ben. Thank you. Is that better? Yeah. Slightly. Slightly. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> covering a film. Covering a film today, which obviously 
the right time of year to, to be to be discussing this film. Um, and obviously, it's a teen slasher, so we thought, why not get the teen slasher enthusiast slash expert on the show to talk about it? Wouldn't Although, say expert; that's pushing it. Just enthusiast and very specific to an era. One film, two film. This is that era, though, surely, isn't it? Two thousand. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But had you seen it before? No, because I don't like Angel, also oh. known as I, I never liked Angel. A big Buffy fan, hence. Is it because Sarah Michelle so, Gellar? That's he... the reason I watched. I know what he did last summer, yeah. um, and then they go and kill her, and I'm like, oh, I walked out. Is it because? Did it was Angel? Did he treat her badly, Angel? Do I remember right, Buffy? He, he just, just looked like, like he was forty, and you know, it just didn't. And she was a high school student, and it was just wrong on so many levels. Um, yeah. I mean, in if it in in reality, vampire reality was probably one hundred and fifty years old. It looks but... like in reality, though, he was about thirty. So he was born in nineteen sixty nine, and obviously, like Buffy was what like night late night is through to. 2000 or something and then a spin-off i never really watched angel like ever i only watched the ones when either buffy was in it or faith because they were the only reasons i watched buffy the vampire slayer in the first place so um oh it was what was really good i know we're not here to talk about buffy and angel but um it's still relevant it is relevant um what i don't know if it's one of the first but at least in that time for me growing up where they would do, I can't remember what they call it, but so you've got this spin-off where what what's happening in the spin-off affects what's happening. Oh yeah. So it's almost like a, it's like a crossover, but where the, continu- the continuity is still relevant to both. Yeah. Shows. And you only, yeah. the penny just drops. If you watch both, it, the penny drops, you have to kind of watch them in parallel to understand why, like so, Willow was not there, for example, at one point. It's because she was she was on an episode of Angel, and then when you watch the episode of Angel, you, it it kind of falls into place. Yeah. I kind of liked that. That was because you're talking nineties, right? So as it's much just as them trying this... to con you into watching the other show, isn't it? Really, I mean, it's it basically the, the equivalent of like uh, a Marvel Cinematic Universe. So obviously, uh, the Marvels I watched recently, yeah. but. If you didn't watch Miss Marvel, like you're kind of missing loads of um, info, loads of info. So it's yeah. trying to make you go and watch those other things, which is fine, but it can be frustrating because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really have any interest in Angel as a character. I kind of just wanted more Buffy adventures. But yeah. yeah, he was like, yeah, but he was like 30 in in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which of course is not old by any means. However, huh. you're supposed to be frequenting the hanging out with, with teenagers a bit could be a bit considered a bit weird yeah 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 maybe yeah, not in 2001 I... but definitely now yes definitely now um where are you going for it, are you to... old man how did Sorry, we get on to buffy oh we... i don't about... even angel talking about sh- sh- star of this very film valentine so you've not seen it before i'd seen it years ago yeah um and i think i said like maybe like a dvd rental or video or vhs rental scenario I remember thinking it was all right. <clears throat> I watched yeah. it again in 2020. Um, and like my comments when I, when I watched it then weren't that great. And I think some of some stuff still sticks from that 
time I watched it four years ago. The main point saying I was like every I hate every character. That's what yeah, I, I think because yeah. I rush watched it for this, um, and I think so. The opening scene, if you if you can remember it, um, I was like, well, she can't be the final girl because why is she in this first scene and or first um, part of the film? But she wasn't blonde, and it really it was. I thought, oh, are they doing something new here or what? And then that the final girl is blonde, mm. is maybe for that time quite new. I don't know, um, but I feel like because I do remember when it was being um, promoted at the time, and it was all about David Bory and as however we say his name, and mm. it just felt like it's it's going to be him. Yeah. It's got to it's got Look to be at, him, or he's working with someone. What's weird about the poster? And again, for audio people will just have to describe it denise richards is very prominent in the poster she's standing in <laughs> well, front obviously of, um, david borean well, yeah that's fine I'm, I'm i'm happy with that <laughs> this red this render of the main character who's played by um what's her flavor uh mary shelton also in scream as well scream five and no four yes scream four and yes, then yes, scream yes, five, yes yes deputy judy hicks or um this render of her on this poster behind me. Who's that? That's literally no one in this film. That no, is so like... the the point point at the which that one? one? That that she's one. the the blonde, not the blonde. The blonde. The, the blonde, isn't she? Yeah. I feel like this is terrible for people listening on audio, but there's a render <laughs> the of there's a render on this poster of the main character, and. It's been airbrushed so much you can't even see it. Also, like Catherine Heigl is very prominent on the poster. I think they kind of did a scream thing there where they put someone who was who was a somewhat of a name, I guess, like Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore on the poster. Yeah. So and so that when that character got killed, it was more of a more of a shock. And who's the other one? Uh, Dorothy. I don't want to say justice for Dorothy because I'm pretty sure I know what happened when Dorothy died. I couldn't stand Dorothy in this film. She threw my head in. She yeah, was... I think they... I did, did you like any of the characters? No, I don't think so. That's the thing. I think it's like I didn't care. I just didn't I think care. the only character who has any sort of anything about them is Denise Richards because she's literally chewing the scenery as uh, uh almost a caricature denise richards character where she's yeah i like guess so yeah. yeah doing like she's like the man eater but like she knows exactly when she wants men and when she doesn't want men you know what i'm just gonna tie you up and pour hot wax on your balls why not why not um and she's probably got the best death as well of course we will get into all of this i don't want to spoil anything we're talking about um I'll do a little bit of horror news first. A little yeah, bit of horror news, it. fancy a little bit of that. First oh, thing I meant, <clears throat> the first thing I've got to mention is something that's related to this podcast, so I will talk about this. The Terabytes documentary, The Evolution of Horror Gaming. We've had the um, producer of that documentary, Daniel Richardson, on the show recently as a bonus episode talking about this documentary, but also as a full episode talking about House of the Dead. But Terabytes is now available for pre-order. And if you pre-order it through Horror Hangout, um, you will get um you, you basically get exclusive access to certain things. So go to uh the affiliate link that we've been sharing on our social media 
Um, and if you're going to make a purchase and you want to support this podcast as well as Terabytes, the documentary, um, pre-orders close on March the 3rd, so go and do that. But yeah, the link is available on all of our social media now, so go and follow that. We're going to be doing a bit of like co- uh, a little bit of pro- promotion with alongside it because it's something that we're very interested in. So yeah, go and do that now. Not right now. Whenever. I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> Thank you, Rupa. I okay, appreciate your done. support. Um, <laughs> the other bit of horror news, there's a trailer for the the uh, prequel to A Quiet Place. It's called A Quiet Place Day One. And the prequel basically takes place in New York City and we see what happened when those horrible monsters from A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place Part 2 turn up for the first time. It stars uh, Lapita Nyong'o. She's like the lead. It also stars uh, Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. Alex Wolf from Hereditary. Uh, and yeah, so the trailer looks pretty interesting. Obviously, if you've seen a quiet have you seen a quiet place, Rupert? I've seen both, yeah. Yeah. I've seen both. So you know what the, the monsters look like. Yeah. And what the what the rules of the universe are. Yeah. Um I I, I really like them actually. Not the rules. <laughs> I like the films. <laughs> Didn't like the rules so much, but no, yeah, I like them. I like Emily Blunt, so the rules. It's... Be quiet. Don't make a noise when you're having a baby. I know, isn't it just? Um... I just kept thinking. This is what I kept thinking about. A quiet place, right? What if you? What if you snore? What if you've got a? <laughs> Don't sleep. What? Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Yeah. What if you've got a sleep sleep apnea? You're screwed. <laughs> or if you've got a cough. Or if you've let's... got a cough. Oh my god! If you've got a cough, you're absolutely screwed. Have you ever tried to like when you try to stifle a cough? Oh. Makes it so much worse. <laughs> it makes it worse. You like choke, you splutter, you nearly die. Um, I'm I'm definitely up for more of this. It's not my favorite thing in the world, a quiet place. I don't necessarily love the monster designs. I like the I like the 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 sort of concept. I think the concept is good. Um, and we kind of did see in a quiet place, part two. We did see like a moment when the aliens first arrived, didn't we? I can't. I don't. Don't ask me. I can't remember. There was like there was like a baseball game, and it we're, we're with the family, and there was a baseball game, and then it kind of happened, and then they tried to like they hid in a shop or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that. So we remember. kind of we kind of have seen we ha- we kind of have seen um a prequel of sorts, but this would be interesting. It also looks like Lapita Nyong'o is carrying like a cat around. Oh no! I don't know how key the cat is going to be to the story. Um. <laughs> And it, but it says that the tagline is "Hear how it all began." I'm like, well, don't you don't want to hear how it all began? That's the shh, be quiet. It's really um, clever. Yeah, but it's in cinemas. It says coming soon. There's no release. Oh no, there is a release date, June. June twenty twenty four. Is it Emily Blunt's husband? I forget his name. Is he? Making... Oh yeah, Krasinski. What is his name? Josh. I not remember. I don't know because I never. Sounds about right. I never really watched The Office. John Krasinski. Yeah, he's directing again, I think. Oh, that's nice to have some consistency there. I don't know about that. Now I'm reading it. I don't know if it he is directing. It says he's producing. I oh, okay. Know. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, But yeah. When's that coming out? June 28th, 2024. It says the movie will make noise in theatres. <laughs> that date. Not too much noise. And the only other bit of news I've got is, um, I don't know if you saw the Predator spin-off 
well, not spin-off, but like standalone movie, Prey. Well, no, it's it was it on um, it's on Disney Plus, isn't it? It is on Disney Plus in the yeah. UK, no, yeah, it's yeah. on my list. I've not got to it. It's good. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, recommend covered... it. Yeah, yeah, we covered it on this show. I think we did. I'm pretty sure we. Covered I'm it dead sure we have. <laughs> what don't you cover? <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> but Dan Trachenberg, who directed that, and he also directed uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, but he is going to be expanding the Predator franchise even further with the upcoming film Badlands, which is essentially another standalone Predator movie. So I guess not in relation to Prey. It's not like linked. It's not like a sequel to that, but it's just a new movie called Badlands. Okay. And what are Badlands? Is that like the Wild West? Isn't there, yeah, isn't there a... There's a series, isn't there, called Badlands? Is there? I'm sure there is. Oh, no, there's a film called Badlands with Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. And that's like a... Is it? I don't know if it is a, a Western, actually. But, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Be cool to see the Predator in different... um, and, in, and, and also, in relation to Predator, I think the title for the new Alien film has officially been com- confirmed as Alien Romulus. I think it was always rumoured to be that, but I think for the first time... Disney shared something and it had like the title of the film on it. So Alien Romulus is uh is... What does what's Romulus? What's that? I think it means isn't it isn't it like a king or something? Like some some Roman feller. Okay. So maybe it's something to do with like you had you had the queen, you had the alien queen in Aliens. Maybe now that there's a king knocking about, I don't know. Something like that. But they're doing they're doing that, and I think they're doing like an alien TV show as well at the same time. But the film. Oh, I'll be by... up for the TV show. I think I'm more into TV shows these days, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I think the the film is directed by Fede Alvarez, who directed Evil Dead, the okay. Evil No, just Evil Dead, the 2013 Evil Dead, and okay. <clears throat> and Don't Breathe. Don't, don't breathe, bloody don't bloody breathe, will you? Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I flew through that, but that is pretty much all I got for news. Nothing, nothing at your end that you've seen. Uh, well, apart from Valentine, which I, it was a whistle top store, a stop, whistle stop tour, <laughs> whistle top. Um, it was a whistle, it was a whistle, a whistle. Stop <laughs> um, I have been drinking. Um, by the way, no, I have, it's orange. Um. So she says, um, I did watch Haunt on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Because it you kept that, persisting me to watch it. So I thought, okay. Um, I quite was intrigued by the trailer that they had on there. Um, I'm trying to remind myself about Haunt because I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Is it like a, a haunted house thing? Yeah. So it's, like... it's yeah. So it's um, meant to be, yeah, it is a haunted house, but it's um, like a, um, Oh, what like you get at a fairground, it's not, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like a horror, a horror house, like, yeah, experience rather than, like yes, a yeah, you're house. not allowed to touch the part, the people that are in it, you know, all yeah. this. I've um, definitely seen this, it, it, it sounds terrible. It's got the, the girl that's in it, she, oh, she was in, um, oh, yeah, it's called The Bold Type, it's got nothing to do with horror or slasher, um. She, yeah, is, it do, is it to do with typography? Is it a graphic designer? <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, it's all about uh, graphic design, um, Ben. Everything is about graphic. It's all about the horror of graphic design when somebody says, can you please bolden the font? And you go... Make it a bit bigger. Can make that logo, logo a bit bigger, bigger please? <laughs> please. In relation to what, though? It's pretty tiny on my phone. Can you make it a bit bigger? <laughs> Get on a bigger screen, then! <laughs> oh, those days are behind me now. Thank goodness that I don't do graphic design, but... Um, haunt back to haunt. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, I'm trying to think. What have you got? Have you got details in front of you? When was it made? Because I need to put 2019. Ah, okay. so yeah, it was quite a modern one, and I remember hearing quite good things about it. And again, I've seen it, but I don't know why it's just really bad acting. This really bad acting. It's got all the. I mean, look, it depends. Sometimes you go in wanting all the the conventions of a slasher and sometimes you want something a bit different. It doesn't do that bit different at all. Um, but no. um, for me, it didn't. Um, it, it was just I'm... strictly okay. You kind of know who's going to, you know, you've got your token black character. You know they're not going to get through it and they don't. No. Um, and it's, I don't know, it just feels a bit, We've not got like um. I was just thinking. I was just thinking now. And I was thinking this earlier. Like the cast of Valentine, especially for like early two thousands, is quite like one dimensional diversity wise. Because I feel like yeah. a lot, a lot of films kind of, and and of course that's why the token black character thing became like a a, a thing. Because especially slasher movies, you know, usually mm. would include. You kind of always got like a slasher liked having a sassy black woman someone who like fought back a little bit but you know ultimately wasn't wasn't the final girl no um, yeah. or like but it, but i feel like valentine it felt that do you know what, i felt like that's what it was missing and i'm sorry that's to just jump in. i didn't jump, even think jump, of that i feel i'm sorry to jump in on that while we're talking about something else but no, i feel like fine. everyone was the same mostly the same level of like um douche where you just <laughs> didn't really care who, who lived and died and a pretty yeah. much every, pretty much, apart from Angel, every white male in this film, I did I felt like the same person. I had no I couldn't tell you one trait about them that made mm. them different. They were all yeah. like clean shaven, tanned with like frosted tips in their hair. <laughs> tips. Just I for the record. Tips. I did say tips. <laughs> I sure did. Sorry. Back back to Hall. No, all, no. I'm saying, all, all I was trying to say was like from for a two thousand and one era like slasher. I found it strange that that not not even not even like ethnicity wise. I'm talking like any level of distinct diversity within the characters. Like yeah. everyone was like, yeah. everyone was like the same. When you put it out with the with the the male cast in it, especially, um, yeah. I'm just trying to think. With so obviously Denise Richards plays Denise Richards. She's which we, we've covered that, but. I'm trying to think of the rest of the cast as well. They they're all they're... oh, <laughs> Wait, is that me or is that you? <laughs> it's, it's those gestures. Okay, anyone watching on YouTube will see what happened there. Um, but anyone watching just... on YouTube, it looked like first of all you lit on fire and then you turned into balloons. It's kind of like in keeping with the whole horror thing, right? It's kind of um, like your thing. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, what was I? Uh, with the like the female 
cast I, f- I feel like they were all they're all very conventionally attractive you know they're not there's no oh my god and even the fat one yeah you know I mean? exactly like i know yeah. i know they're trying to say that she used to be a bit bigger but yeah. the fact that they've kind of like I, again we will get into it i know but mm. the fact that they had her like the as, as soon as she so, shows any sort of weakness she starts eating yeah it's like there they go nudge nudge wink wink remember she used to be a bit fat remember <laughs> yeah the same t- yeah um uh, we'll, we'll get into it sorry um so horn you would you wouldn't recommend it's okay to watch i wouldn't get the popcorn for it and all that i would if it's just on if there's nothing yeah. else on i'd recommend have you seen any of the hell house llc films because they're like um haunted house experience type movies. no um i don't it's not really i don't really like them uh, as in i don't like that theme at all um yeah i'm i'm very um one track mind and it's the the typical teen slasher um and someone's gotta kill these bloody teenagers yeah this is it yeah and as as you grow out of your teens and become an adult you understand it even more and when when you become a parent and, and your children have children, you understand it even more. That, mm. Mm. but um, yeah. And, so and... I don't know to be honest, Ben. Um, I think I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous podcast, but the way I used to watch horror is so different to now, uh, which mm. is why I hold on to the screams that I know what he did last summer's because. They don't do them like that now, and they shouldn't do them like that now, because it's for that it belongs to that era, I think. Um, yeah. Because I was going to mention um, the, you know, uh, hopefully Amazon have cancelled it, but they did the I know what you did last summer series, yeah, which uh, absolutely hated it. I watched it all the way through, but they did it with Scream as well, um, and it's almost like they're trying to find a new audience with it. Uh, which I feel Scream 6 did that, the film did that. Um, But then what I heard about what you were telling me earlier about Scream 7, um, that's worrying now that, you know, it's not going to kind of ride that wave for like a new generation. I don't know if it was going to be like the final part of a trilogy or if it's going to be a new sort of thing, I don't know. Um, It is a shame because I think there still is a place for a slasher, and even though like Halloween's not a straight up teen slasher, it's got a little bit different, mm. a little bit something different to it. Like those films weren't great either, but yeah, we covered um Hell House LLC quite a while ago on this show, and we quite liked it. And I know Andy's seen Hell House Origins, which is apparently all right as well. But um, yeah, I don't think it's particularly my cup of tea, but um, it was all right. Uh, anything else that you watched this week? Is that it, really? Um, gosh, no, I don't think so. I'm too busy but... working, Ben. I work very well, don't, hard. Yeah, don't say that, and then I list off ten things I've seen, and it makes it sound like I don't work hard. <laughs> I, I, luckily, I've only got one thing as well. Um, so Go on. the only thing I've seen this week um is a documentary called Dario Argento Panico, which is all about um the Italian directors um like giallo films as a teen slasher have you got any interest in like italian giallo um films at all because obviously there's a lot of um a lot of parallels with like slasher movie well 
that is mainly almost always got a slasher element to it. And I guess... Can you name a few? Because maybe I've seen stuff that I've not realised. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was going to... So, Deep Red, these are mainly the Dario Argento ones. Deep Red, Inferno, Tenebrae, Opera. Uh, I'm just trying to think of any more. Suspiria has got... Suspiria I've seen. So, the the original, right? The original, but I think the remake is... uh... I've not seen the remake. I saw the original when I was doing my film course. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that was... Pretty. We've covered it. Mm. Yeah, we've mm. covered a few, a few on this, on this, um, on this show. Most recently, we covered Deep Red. Um, we've done Tenebrae. Um, obviously, we, I think we've done both Suspirias. But yeah, I was just saying. So I watched a documentary all about um Dario Gento's films, uh, and the history of it. Really interesting. You got to pay attention because it's all in Italian, and so <laughs> not that I speak Italian, but I had to read the subtitles. So. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's good, and it's on it's on Shudder, and it's like new. It only came out like uh, right at the end of January. So, if anyone listening enjoys, I still need to watch. There's a few of those films that I listed, like Inferno, Opera, that I still need to watch that I've not actually seen. So, Are they on Shudder? Uh, I don't know. I think. Do you know what? I think a few of them are mm. on. Uh, I think a few of them are on like Amazon and maybe some on Shudder. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, a few more films. Sorry, that I, I've just remembered now. I've Googled it. Phenomena, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, which is still a film I need to watch. Um, and I'm misremembering almost all of them. Two Evil Eyes, Cat and Nine Tails. Yeah, he's got, got absolutely played loads of films. Um, it's been around. I've, I've only seen a handful, but yeah. That that anyway, the documentary was good. I enjoyed it. But that's all I've seen really. Apart from uh apart from film of film of Tut Week. <laughs> on film Valentine's of the moment. Well. Film of the moment on Valentine. Guys. Yeah. Can you believe it? We're we our fingers well and truly on the pulse. I uh, I think what I missed out with Valentine is I should have watched it at the time because I think I watch it with through a different lens now. Um Maybe I could have enjoyed it um, in 2001 too. Yeah, because I would have been at university then, so I would have definitely... I didn't know this, right? I'm about to read it out, obviously, but directed by um, the same director as Urban Legend. Another another terrible but great film. (laughs) (laughs) I do do quite like Urban Legend, but again, I think it's because I watched it. There's a lot of sequels, aren't there? Or is it... I feel like they had sequels. Yeah, I feel like there are. Uh, sounds about right. Probably about yeah. four, I reckon. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so Valentine is a 2001 slasher film directed by Jamie Blanks. It stars Denise Richards, David Borianas. Is that how you say his name? Mary Angel. Shelton, Mary Shelton, Jessica Capshaw, and Catherine Heigl is loosely based on the novel of the same uh, of the same name by Tom Savage. Didn't know that. The film follows a group of women in San Francisco who are stalked by a killer wearing a Cupid mask in the days leading up to Valentine's Day. He's just an old romantic, this person. I say he could be a lady. Um, IMDb, 4.9 out of 10. Sounds about right. Rotten Tomatoes, 11% audience score and a 33% critic score. 2.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Um, and I got some choice reviews for you here, Rupert. You couldn't tell me if you agree with these or not. MJ says, "That's 
the person's username. Michael MJ, Jackson. MJ says Michael Jack might be Michael Jackson. Maybe Michael Jackson isn't dead at all. He's somewhere on a remote island leaving reviews on teen <laughs> slashers from the early two thousands. Uh, That's about right. A, surpri- a surprisingly effective by the numbers horror outing with some super gnarly kills, but Denise Richards' steamy spa scene is precisely what so many modern slashers lack these days. Iconic. Four stars. I've As in that about... scene was iconic or the film's iconic? I think the film, because he's given it four stars Fuck. out of five. Now he's mentioned modern day slashers. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna hit you with, with some in after this. Just so just Yeah, just hit because. me, hit me. Um so Kylo says this was hilarious, so trashy and fun, and filled with a great sexy cast. Three and a <laughs> half stars. And then Haunted Hippie says, petition for a cut of the movie where the creepy weirdos die and not the hot girls. <laughs> Two and a half stars. I think some creepy weirdos die. And then finally, Chris says, 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. These critics know nothing. Five stars. He's giving it full marks. Five out of five. Loves it. Um, oh, Chris. Yeah. Oh, Chris. <laughs> but the reason I was going to say, because... Um, obviously we we haven't had a chance to talk in great depth about films for a little while but 2023 what I think was probably the best year for like slasher movies in a long long time so I saw some films that I really enjoyed one of which isn't out yet I think it's out next year but I saw it at Fright Fest Founders Day I thought it was a really really good slasher film really enjoyed that I said so I interviewed the director and the writer I said to both of them at the time, and I wasn't just blowing smoke at their ass, all right? I wasn't. <laughs> I think it's better than Scream 5 and 6, I would say. I think it's got some very good twists and turns. It's a Wonderful Knife was a Christmas theme. I love the title. Movie. It's a fantastic it. title. That was good. That was good fun. That was almost yeah. like... Um, almost like an old parallel. Again, like Supernatural Elements... In in a slasher movie, I think that's always always good. Um, what was the other one? Oh, what was it called? Totally Killer. I don't know if you saw that, Rupert. No. That that is a slasher movie which it was on Amazon, I believe, and it's got some time travel in it going on. Oh, I like it. That's pretty cool. And then finally, uh, Thanksgiving. Ah, yeah, I was about to write. I'm writing some notes down here. I've not seen yeah. it. But have you seen it? Yeah, and I think I think I put it in my top ten horrors of the year because I just found it it was a lot better than I think I anticipated it being, and it's pretty gnarly. I feel like with all all of these films, um, sorry, not all of these films, but I think with slashes like Thanksgiving, once they like do a killer reveal, I think it kind of loses a bit of traction. But for things like the other three that I mentioned, which of course I won't spoil for you at all, um. The reveals were really like either you didn't see them come in or they weren't they weren't like straightforward, if that makes sense. Okay. They they all had some sort of element to them where it was like, okay. So rather than it just being a you know what I mean? Again, I won't say much more. But yeah, so I was just gonna say four decent slashers in one year. In a year when Scream Six did come out, but I would put probably would would have said I enjoyed all of those films more so than Scream Six. Oh controversial maybe. Oh no, that's quite yeah. heartbreaking to hear. Um, I just think, yeah, I like Scream as well, so it's not like I'm just here. Tell saying... me those names of those films again. I'm going to write them down. 
Founders Day, which I don't think is out yet, but will be out in 2024 at some point. And then it's um, a beautiful knife. It's a wonderful knife. What wonderful. Um, totally killer. Thanksgiving. And I've just thought of another one. Um, a a British seaside town slasher called Punch, directed by Andy Edwards, who's been on the show. Um it we saw it at Fright Fest. It was shown just last weekend at Screams by the Sea in Bournemouth as well. But uh, basically, a, a, a serial killer wearing a, a like Punch and Judy or just Punch mask. Uh, That'd be kind of cool if it was Punch and Judy. Well, maybe a sequel is mm. in the works. I couldn't possibly maybe. say. But yeah, I think all of those sequels, uh, I think it's, uh, again, a British set slasher. I think it's pretty cool as well. I enjoyed it. Um, There's yeah, one. I, I, it's not, I don't, would you call it a slasher or supernatural? I don't know. There's one, um, I've forgotten what it's called. It's about a Ouija board. Um, maybe it's... About a Ouija board? Yeah, it was, this is, oh, in, I think I watched it when I was at uni, so it'd either be 2000, 2001, something like that. It's not witch board, is it? No. There's witch board. It's not... Um... Because I think we've covered Witchboard, not as a main episode, but I think we did a sort of like bonus episode on that. I can't I, I've, I've not seen it, but I'm pretty sure that's a that's got some sort of Ouija board thing going on. I'll, I'm going to have to try and remember it. I'll Google it in a minute. Um, that I love that film. That was great. I've, you know what? It's all coming back to me, you know, being on the podcast. I've got two here that... Um, I wonder if I can weave in to this special slasher special. Um, weave in? Weave it in. One is, and it's only wrong wrong turn, only the first one, possibly mm. the last one, possibly. Um, it was not as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. Um, because I was, I was doing some research on, you know, what is a slasher movie? Because I think there's so many interpretations of it. Um, yeah. And this is where Supernatural can fall into it. And that's mm -hmm. where I'm going to bring up. And I know, oh, I think you don't like these, but I love them. Final Destination. I, I, I'm i besotted with them. I'm all right, Final Destination. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so it's the last one, I think, is five. Have you seen five? Is it just called The Final Destination or something like that? No, that I right? think that's four. Oh, yeah, they've done the Fast and the Furious thing, haven't they? I don't know. Not, the Fast not... and the Furious. Um, yeah, so Final Destination, I, 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 I'm I, pretty sure... The I death know. is the the killer, right? So yeah. the serial killer, if you must. He's played um, death all along. I love the first one. I think the first one's great. And again, it, like, two, it came out in the year 2000, didn't it? so it's got loads of familiar faces from that sort of era. And I think when the, you know the the blonde one in it, and she gets knocked down by the bus, the coach, whatever it is, that was yeah. awesome to watch that in the cinema. And unfortunately, um, they're the only seats that are available right at the front, so it literally it's in your face. Um, oh, you were there. Um, that oh, and when the plane over. actually blows up, it's so unexpected, yeah. and it was like, what the hell is going on here? I loved it. Absolutely loved and, it. And obviously the obviously the iconic um crash <clears throat> sequence in Final Destination 2, which I feel like is stuck with a whole generation of people whenever they're on the motorway, they just think 
Do, do you ever, when you're driving and you see something that's like kind of poking out of like a lorry or something, and you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go into that lane. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> it's a bit and, and the, roller, the roller coaster one as well, number of, number of, uh, number three. So I that think... wasn't so bad. I think the, the final destination was the worst the one, which was the the car race. So looking at my last, my last, the last time I watched Final Destination, I only watched one, two, and three. It looks like I got as far as three, and then I went. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give up. So I'm done. Yeah. I don't actually think I've seen four, the Final Destination, and five. I don't think I have. So as as I I'm... think with five, they somewhat repeat what happens in two because I feel like that's like a highway oh, um, yeah. incident at the beginning. From I memory. believe, I believe, don't hold me to this, but I believe a new Final Destination is being rumoured, is anticipated to come out in theatres 2024 slash 2025, apparently. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard Again, members, yeah about it. Is it maybe a, a a reboot or a remake? No, maybe not a remake, but like a reboot, like a soft reboot or something like that. I don't know, or a sixth instalment. Well, can I tell you what happens in five? I yeah. don't think you'll ever watch it, will you? So, well, spoiler warning for whoever's listening. But if you have yeah. seen five, or you don't. Like yeah, so it, just you... um, just block your ears. So the end of five. <laughs> um, not you, Ben, because you need to hear this. Um, <laughs> um, end of five actually is the beginning of one. Oh, it's so awesome when you see. Really? Yeah. So they get on the, the plane that crashes. Um, so the two, I think there's two survivors. Uh, they get on the plane, and then you see uh... the ones from one. So they've used some CGI. So the ones from the first one, you see them getting on the plane, and then him have they you know the main guy having his premonition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it kind yeah, of like zooms in on the girl who was getting the premonitions in five, and it's That's like, oh, cool, you know, I'm really cool. Th- I mean, it brought it unexpected. back. Yeah, because four was really bad, and five brought it back. So I don't know what they'd do with six now. Yeah. I so I reckon it will be start. just its own. It'll be its own thing. Again. I've the rumors I've heard it's going to be on a cruise ship, which sounds a bit oh. unusual to me. I don't know where what I feel about that. I'll yeah. need I need some more evidence. It's one of those movies or slasher movies where you don't have to worry about um the killer cut like the killer dying or the killer like uh, getting re- you know what I mean is the killer's always going to exist. So Yeah, there's no escaping death. Like no, genuinely no. there's no escaping death. But there also isn't. in these final destinations if you're destined yeah, you... to die and you don't die that it then death's coming for you because death in, in loads of horrible, ridiculous ways where like, I don't know, some sort of <laughs> in number two, when the guy, uh, the stone, the the druggy guy, um, Stonehead, whatever you want to call him, and he has that that fence thing throw it kind of goes yeah. through it and slices in these bits. Yeah. That was just all unexpected. unexpected. Didn't think it would happen. And then what, what... which one is it where someone gets like a, a glass window like dropped on them? Oh, Nobody... that's the first one. That's I'm sure that's, that's the first one, one at the like a young a young kid, isn't it? Yeah, and you think something's going to happen at the dentist because all these things are you know these little signs are happening. Yeah, I I hate that. I can't I can't relax. You remember like watching? Do you remember like watching Casualty back in the day? And you'd open the, uh, watch the opening sequence, and someone would like I don't know put the kettle on and the wire would be all frazzled, 
and you're like, what's going to happen? I can't, I can't relax. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's proper. And then something happens when you least expect it, which is what I loved about it. Um, yeah. But I love that you're comparing Final Destination to Casualty. I always bring up, I always bring up Casualty on this show, and one of the reasons is because it is almost weirdly like an early horror memory for me because I I remember watching it and being like stressed, like what's going right, to happen. Okay. And almost that scaring me in my in my day to day life, where I was like, "Don't do this," because I've seen it on Casualty. This blew up; someone got run over by a car. Um, anyway, it's pretty much the same. Casualty is Final Destination. Uh, yes, that's the inspiration for sure. So, obviously, we mentioned the cast for Valentine. Um, I feel like Valentine, as far as I'm aware, Valentine is having a bit of a resurgence. In terms of people coming out of the woodwork and saying it's a great slasher film, a lot, of, a, a lot of stuff on film Twitter I've seen recently. I think maybe it it, it celebrated some sort of anniversary. Well, I guess it would have celebrated twenty years a few years ago. But I've seen a lot of people talking about it being a, a hidden gem or a film that maybe is a bit underappreciated. I kind of was thinking, oh, I was a bit harsh on it when I watched it. So I last watched it back in twenty twenty, and I was a bit dismissive of it. And I think it was made. It's, I think mainly because of the characters i think as a as a as a setup for a film as as a mm. you know with the card the valentine's cards the mask um the valentine's party the basically everything i think is all really good it's really solid i think the only thing that lets it down is the characters oh yeah so i think some of the kills are all right the characters are all kind of samey or, or you, yeah, there's not like there's not like an there's not like a nice innocent person at its core who you kind of kind of root for. Obviously, you've got Neve Campbell, you've got Jennifer Love, huge tits. Um, I got so I got so cooler than that. I'm sorry, very rude. <laughs> but, but that is what it is, right? <laughs> I, I I blame Charlie for that because she always says that. Um, she always says yeah, yeah. It's her so, fault. Okay, it's her fault. It's not me being an horrible pervert. Um, but yeah, you know, in, the, in these slasher films, even in this era, there's always somebody, there's always like a moral compass, a moral, what word am I thinking of? Like, no, uh, I know what you're saying. Um, it's like an innocence to that person. Yeah. Who, and, and you want them to survive, you want them to win. But I just feel like everybody in this film kind of sucks because, again, it's a setup which is similar to something like Prom Night, where all of the heroes of the film have all kind of done something terrible in the past mm. and sure like that the opening sequence of this isn't absolutely awful the fact that this killer has gone after the girls rather than uh it wasn't the same guys was it was it no i don't know if i made that link i assume it's this the... no but no I mean, because all the all the guys seem to be like just random like it just feels a bit just, like met. it's not like carrie is it it's it you know it it just felt like if if he just needed to take his revenge on was it what who was Dor is it Dorothy who's yeah. a fat girl? Well, this is the thing we say fat girl, but like I don't no think I don't yeah she was e not. even even like even the kid at the start I think you'd be hard pressed to say she was I mean you know what I mean it just feels unnecessary but. Yeah, it's not as bad as something like Carrie. It's not as bad as something like Prom Night, where someone literally dies and then revenge is taken upon them. Um, it is, I know it's not nice and it is bullying. It is like, mm. but the fact that somebody's 
like hatched a, a revenge plot just because they had some what bowl of punch poured over their head. Oh, I suppose they do beat him up, and they do they do him. beat him up. Yeah, they um, strip him in the nude. Well, he had his he had his knickers on. He had his little pants on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but but still, it's humiliating it either way, isn't it? I think even now, if I was in my pants in front of loads of people, I'd probably be a bit, bit embarrassed. Do it all the time. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what you're up to this weekend. When I have uh, to turn my camera off. <laughs> you do have to turn your camera off. Everyone, I was going to say, because everyone's going to be scrambling to get themselves over to YouTube if they're just listening to the audio. We've got to find a way to get them onto YouTube. So it's you a pants do. party. <laughs> get yourself over to YouTube. We've we got lovely backgrounds today, if anything. Yeah, I've got lovely backgrounds. Come for the backgrounds. Just ignore us, the, but come for the backgrounds. Come for the backgrounds. Stay for the and the, re- the really airbrushed background that Ben's got. It's it's just mental. It's a, I think it's a great poster as well. The Valentine poster. I think it's like good. Like obviously, I know what he did last time was great as well. But I think all these teen slashers kind of had all the characters uh, arranged in a way, you know, of, of importance almost. In a um, way that it looks like they're actually stood together, but they're not. Looks, no. They're, they're not. It's the magic other. of graphic design, isn't it, Ben? You know all who about would, that. I would. So would you. Who would stand? Because in I know what you did last summer. Who, where they, who would stand all that close? You know what I mean? You'd be like... I know. It's like, girl. well, I suppose Sarah Michelle Geller wouldn't mind Freddie doing it because they end up getting married in real life. I, IRL. Um, I always wanted so. Nothing to do with this genre at all, but in Cruel Intentions, I always wanted Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Philippi to get together, but then it was, um, what's the face, Witherspoon. Um, yeah, but it's okay. I was always gunning for, for the two blondes. Yeah, gunning for the two blondes together. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, it's not as like, <clears throat> it's not like as mean-spirited as some other horror films where it starts no. Somebody either. The fact is, like, I know it's 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 approaching something where somebody falsely claims falsely yes. claims we... that sec- they sexually assaulted her, but it, it never goes as far as it could. You know what I mean? Like for us to fully believe that this killer wants revenge, it could go in so many other directions up than it does. Not that I was like, ah, it's fine, but still. No, no, it was obviously not nice, but it just felt it didn't warrant the outcome, I guess. Um, it didn't push it far enough, I, I suppose, which then puts it back onto what was what was Angel's name in it? I've forgotten. That's so bad. I just watched it. Um, so David Boreanaz's character is, oh, I don't want to give away the spoiler, but Adam Carr, his name is. Adam, yeah, yeah, Adam, yeah. Alan um, Carr. Al- Alan Carr. <laughs> wink, wink. He should have been in it. Oh, that would have been so much better. <laughs> Maybe we can do the sequel. Let's do it. Do you know what? It's it's really weird that this film never got a sequel, right? It is weird, especially, especially how it ends. Yes, I know. Yeah, but a then again, the that bu- whole you know, wink, wink. You know, it ain't the all budget, over. The budget was twenty nine million, and it made thirty six point seven million. So really, like, that's not a lot. That's a big budget as well. Like, and yeah. it's not. That's not a lot. To like, especially a film like this, I guess I don't know what the how much things like Scream. Earn. Just trying to think in those days though, because twenty nine million just seems like a pretty big budget, doesn't it? In two thousand and one, 
That is a lot for a um. That's a lot for a slasher. I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like, in terms of like what you've actually, unless because they're not like the biggest biggest stars, are they? No. So, in comparison, I know we're talking about one of the biggest uh, slashers ever, but Scream was made for fourteen million, and it one four. And, one four. Okay. And bo- box office hundred and seventy three million. Fuck. Yeah, that's pretty mad, isn't it? That's crazy. Um, that is crazy. And do you, would you reckon? I know what you did last summer made more than Valentine. Would you say? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Are you budgets... taking it out? Are you taking it out, or? I'm, I'm, I'm having a look. Yeah. 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 Seventeen million. I know what you did last summer, and it made one hundred and twenty-five million. So what you so like that's that's like a rule there, and the fact that Valentine was made for double the mm. amount of like these films, and it only made for it. Maybe that's why we didn't get a uh, a sequel. A sequel, yeah, fair kind enough. Kind of a shame, I guess. Um, right. So as this this film starts with, it's like a junior high school Saint Valentine's Day dance in 1988 in San Francisco. There's a little kid called Jeremy Melton. He's an outcast student, and how have they made him look like an outcast? They've, in my head, uh, tell me if this is incorrect. In my head, has he got like glasses, slick back hair? Like a... I don't know if it, it wasn't slick back, but it was the teeth and the glasses were a bit um, classic, dweeby. Classic dweeb, classic yeah. 90s dweeb. Mm. He asks four popular girls to dance. The first three girls, Shelley, Lily, and Paige, reject him spitefully and cruelly oh that's um, pushing it spitefully and cruelly that's just kind of a n- no way but that's what teenagers do yeah anyway I think, as you were especially especially when you're like peer pressure you know you'd be like oh, i'm not dancing with him in front of but the fourth girl kate politely responds maybe later now this is where i'm kind of supposed thinking kate is supposed to be like the main character kate is the person who we're supposed to root for because she was nice to him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I don't really know if it pans out like that. Um, and then Dorothy accepts Jeremy's invitation and then they proceed to make out underneath the bleachers, <laughs> which is those weird, like, what is it? Benches. Benches. Ooh, yeah. All I remember. Theater-style benches. In loads of films, those, like, they get put away and people get, like, crushed by them. I know it happens in the faculty. Yeah, I never want to go under there. Oh, yeah, the faculty, that's a good one. And I know it's slightly different because it's not really a slasher. Um, It's a sort of like science fiction movie, but I am interested to see. I I think it does. Doesn't it touch upon slashery? No, we're not going to allow it. It's almost like um, body, what's it called? Doppelganger, body swap stuff. Not body swap, but you know what I mean. Uh, Budget, 15 million. So they made... The faculty, three years before this, bear in mind it's got special effects in it, like there are actual aliens and body <laughs> and like Famke <laughs> Janssen's head, like coming off. Is it aliens? Are they aliens? The faculty? Yes, yeah. No, but you're like, yeah, we they they took a spaceship out to Mars and picked up some aliens and cast got some aliens in and they brought them down <laughs> as extras they didn't pay them anything that's where the budget was so low 15 million and that made 63 million mm. which like I'm, I'm I'm being mean to Valentine but it just feels like it's starting to had, fall into place right 
Yeah, because but... for the money for the money they had, I can't even begin to think where the money would have gone. Angel in the house for the party. Angel got it all. Angel, yeah. Um so they proceed to make out underneath the bleachers, but then the school bully, Joe Tolga, and his pals discover him. And Dorothy obviously gets all embarrassed. And her only way of sort of dealing with it is by going, oh, Jeremy, like, forced himself upon me. And Jeremy's like, no, it didn't. But then they pour the pour the uh, punch, pour the, vim- pour the Vimto over him. And then... Vimto. <laughs> Pour the Vimto over, yeah, because they're all under, they're all underage and they can't be drinking. They're obviously having a lovely bit of uh, Ribena. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there's based no on the budget, to... it must have been Ribena, not Vimto. That's true. It's <laughs> expensive, isn't it? <laughs> um, and his nose starts to bleed under the distress, and that is obviously a a common thread. It is a a, a recognizable visual that we're going to see lots in this um in this film. And then it's later revealed Jeremy was expelled and eventually transformed to reform school and juvenile hall because Lily, Paige, Shelley and Joe testified against him for unwanted sexual advances towards Dorothy. And then he ended up in a state-run mental institution. All for a silly little lie. Okay. Well, in my head now, I'm thinking maybe I've underdone it because that that would make you want to murder him, right? Yeah, totally. Make you want to murder them. Yeah, the fact the fact it was just like a lie, and then everybody else testified as well. That feels they've literally ruined this kid's life for the sake of what? Um, and one of the people who testified was the bloody bully. Horrific. Um, so yes, thirteen years later. So this is where why it's not they're not like teenagers. They're like what, like mid twenties? Kind of. It's. I'm just trying to think, do they do a... They're not teenagers, are they? No, they're not. They're adults. They're actual adults. But yeah. Because I was thinking, and again, it's really hard to tell how old people are, especially when you're watching films in the 80s, and I feel like it's kind of working for the 90s now, now that it's like, what, 25 years since the late oh, 90s. That was 2001. Everyone else looks like mostly young. You said David, uh, David Boreanaz, Angel... Looks a bit older. I was thinking the actress who played Dorothy, Jer- Je- Jessica Capsule. No disrespect to, Je- to Jessica Capsule, but I was like, she's way older than all of them. Yeah. She's like. But yeah, it looks like when when she was in this film, she was like 27. So maybe a little. I don't know. Well, don't she know looked older you. than that, though. She looked haggard, didn't she? <laughs> you said it. I said it. Um, so yeah, thirteen years later. Oh, okay, right. I may, I maybe missed this, Rupert. Thirteen years later, in two thousand and one, Joe and his pals—that's the bullies—have died in unknown circumstances. So he he did go and kill them first, and he's come for the girls second. Um, Shelley... So those those men that are in it are not those boys. Yeah, I missed that because, like I said, I, I was that. I was not watching it. Like with intent. Well, I, I was watching it with intent and I also missed it. So there yeah. we go. Um Shelley is now a medical student at UC LA. Um that is a character played by Catherine Heigel. Um and she's like in the morgue one evening. One thing we have to say before this is she's on a date with some guy, some like douchebag guy. Yeah, some like Spanish Proper douche, Jason. He looks like 
Jason, yeah. He speaks in the third person. He looks yeah. like uh, a... <laughs> Jason would like to have a little bit of kissy now or something like that. He looks like yeah. a ventrilo he looks like a ventriloquist doll. He does actually. Yeah, he does. His, his teeth skin were looks, too his teeth and his, skin. His skin yeah. was all a bit tan. Like, like yeah, like he had a lacquer on him. Um he was like a bit shiny and wooden looking. Little Pinocchio boy. Uh, <laughs> he he is obviously like yeah, he's just a bit of a dick. Um and weirdly he appears later on in the film as well. Um but yeah, Catherine Heigl like um rejects him. But then at one point he just wants to go afts on the dinner, doesn't he? And she's like, Poof. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Um but, which is kind that's, of, which is... but it should be halves. Why why should he pay for it? Especially when you what she should have done is, is she should have said, I'll pay for it, see you later, and walked out. Because she didn't like him and she didn't want to take any further. So no. she's pay your bloody way, Catherine Heigl. Um, yeah, so she's in a morgue one evening, like studying for a medical exam. Um, and then she opens a threatening Valentine's card in her locker. These Valentine's cards are obviously probably one of the highlights of this film. They're like pretty cool and creative. Yeah, and... yeah they're. Yeah, I don't know. Like... I think maybe did it, Ben. I think I feel like I watched this with with such low expectation that it kind of lived up to it to an extent. Um, yeah, yeah. This is one where I think at the time while watching it, it doesn't quite. It feels like it doesn't. It's not very good at all. It doesn't hit all the marks. But I think and when you think about it afterwards, like it had some in some kind of cool little bits. Um, so yeah, she gets attacked by somebody. Um, in a trench coat. Well, actually, it's somebody is like they take the place of the body in the yeah. morgue when she's about to cut into it. Leaps up, grabs her. Um, she fights back, but then she hides in a body bag, which I feel like is silly, right? It's the worst place to hide because I when he walked in and he was opening the zips, I'm like, "You've got a knife, mate. Just go for it." And then he does. So he, he does, it's like he yeah. heard me. Um. But if, and you're, then if I was... you're hiding in a body bag and then you see him stabbing the body bags, you got to get out of there immediately because... Yeah, but how was she going to do that? How did she even close it? Yeah, it's very silly. I feel like there's a few instances in this film where people hide in the worst possible places. Someone hides in a body bag. Later on, someone hides in a sauna. <laughs> These are the you know classic I mean? places, right, to hide. Um, yeah. yeah, places where you're pretty much like a, a definite target. You're definitely dead. Yeah, but I think, but what? Because, because you one could say about Scream, it th these things happen, but it's consciously doing it. Whereas, obviously, Valentine's not doing that, so it's it's quite different in that sense. So I guess, um, that's why it feels a bit. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like I think obviously Scream was like a meta, almost like a yeah. send up of the slasher genre. But everything mm. that was post Scream was almost trying to like replicate it, but in a more um, honest way, I guess, where it was like going, we're not really poking fun at the genre. We're just Doing trying it. to make it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it didn't necessarily necessarily Click. work. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Shelley. Yeah, basically she gets killed. He opens the bag, slits her throat. And of course, we all think. I think when you've seen enough of these films, you know that there has to be an opening kill. But because she was on the poster, I bet a lot of people didn't 
didn't think but she was for me it's because she was brunette i didn't think it would be her i thought she would be the final girl oh but, really but then yeah. the the fact that she was near the beginning of this film it, it it's like no she can't be um and, and it turns out she she isn't because she had her yep. throat slitted I don't know how big an actress Catherine Heigl was at this point, because obviously she was in Grey's Anatomy and then like she was in things like Knocked Up and a few other like comedies in like 2010-ish. Um, so I guess in 2001, this was pretty early on mm. in her in her career. So even though Stardom. I was saying, even though I was saying, oh, she was a big name, I'm surprised they killed her. Like I guess in 2001, she wasn't a huge name. Um, what Just happens? hope she's not listening to this because she may be offended. Ah, she's all right. <laughs> she listens. She's a regular listener. Me and her, me and her are like that. <laughs> oh, she hates me. Um. So at Shelley's funeral, Kate, Lily, Paige, and Dorothy they will get questioned by a police officer who is called like Vaughn or something like that. Little little bobbly man. Um. Weird. Oh, yeah. He's, he's again. Even the killer, like. I think if you're going to throw a different character in there who's separate from the friend group, who's separate from the love interests, a police officer, don't make him a horrible douche as well. But they do. He's they like did, yeah. a bit leery. Um, He even mentions to Denise Richards at one point that they've got like some sexual tension between them. Uh, mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's not a great look, is it? Um, So basically they get questioned. They admit. To have not not they've not seen her in some time because she moved from San Francisco to LA. Um is it mentioned here about those lads all getting killed? I'm not sure. I feel like there's a connection to some sort of killer um pretty quickly. Because obviously that's the way Shelley died. Um but they subsequently all received those threatening Valentine's cards, each signed JM. Who who's JM? Jeremy. Jeremy Melton, that's his name. Mm. No wonder he got bullied. Hello, my name's Jeremy Melton. <laughs> Would you like a kiss underneath the bleach? I'm joking, of course. No one deserves to be bullied. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, JM. So, yeah, basically, they're all like saying, oh, it's Jeremy Melton. We, we, they're all like kind of regretful, I guess, for what they did. Like the fact that they all testified and essentially lied just to... Mm. Just it, yeah, it's kind of too like, little, too late. <laughs> it's like a to, like a toxic friend group thing, or like peer pressure, where where they decided to do it. I don't know. Um, Lily gets a card which comes with a box of chocolates, and then they eat <gasps> eat them, and they're all full of bloody maggots, maggot maggoty chocolates, mm. maggoty chocolate. Yeah, and she screams, and yeah, well, I think you would when you, um. Yeah, and then we get introduced to like some of the like love interest characters who are all essentially just like the same person, but copy levels. paste, different different levels of douchebaggery. Like maybe that's the point, but at the same time, like I don't know, it makes this film not the most fun watch. Dorothy's boyfriend, whose name's Campbell, it's a nice name, isn't it? <laughs> Loves a bit <laughs> of soup. Uh, he like loses his apartment and temporarily moves in with her at her father's large mansion. So Dorothy's like trust fund kid. Um, mm. And even though looking at the child version of her or the junior version of her, you wouldn't say she's in any way larger than the rest of them. But for some reason, this film has framed her as the fat one. Mm. She's, she's like lost weight and she's, you know what I mean? She's, she's happy and she's like, 
Um, she she feels like she fits in with the friend group a bit more, I guess. But she's still got that chip on her shoulder. Um, I don't mean chip because I'm saying she's a bigger girl. That's not what I mean. Like she likes <laughs> chips. No, I mean, but they do keep kind of like they do, keep draw, they do draw into that. Did you notice at uh, the party later on? She was like eating a whole plate of like uh like chicken wings. Mm. So it was literally like they were going, don't forget, she used to be a bit fatter. She's still got the appetite. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. What was the point of that? Um, having that as a theme, I, 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 unless I missed something. I guess it was weird, but like maybe it was trying to show that because she had a few confidence issues when she was younger, the reason she allowed the lie to go on as it did was simply because in. she was trying to fit in or mm. not be the... You know, sometimes when people are bullies, is because they don't want to be bullied themselves for something. So maybe she was like, I don't know, deflecting onto old yeah. JM. Old J- Who could JM be? I can't believe it. So initially, the the, the introduction of these characters, Campbell, um, David Boreanaz as Adam Carr, and then like, I guess even Jason to a degree... <laughs> We're we're supposed to be thinking, okay, one of these people is JM grown yeah. up, and it and like again, this is something that happens in in like films like this. Some somebody like the killer, or they will like integrate themselves with the friend group in order to. I mean, in the screen movies, not always the killer, but definitely some of the biggest suspects or the people you think it's going to be are usually like someone who's integrated in the friend group i guess in scream six that was very relevant mm. uh scream five scream five was like the same sort of thing it's a boyfriend boyfriend yeah, yeah. <coughs> same as same as those. one um hmm. i actually thought that it wasn't one of the guys at one point I thought it'd be one of the girls, and um... I'm assuming when it looked like it might have been one of the girls. Mm. I'm assuming you, you were you like absolutely not. Yes, because yeah. there was still ten minutes left or something. So <laughs> I kind of, I kind of got that, and obviously I knew, but when I'm watching it again, I kind of got that because it looks, it looks very much. I think if you watch that scene very closely. Mm. It's almost like it definitely just looks like a lifeless body, so it gets like slung at her at the top of the stairs. No, but then how does she get up then? Because she gets well, I up. I think maybe not lifeless, but like she was definitely like slung. half dead. Maybe like maybe maybe giving her a, a sneaky, like I don't know, rock to rock to party a little bit, <laughs> just like slung her, just like yeah. shoot her. I don't know. Um, yeah. So what else? just trying to think so campbell does that and then this is a dodgy thing because there's like a a campbell's ex-girlfriend who appears at this like art event and says says to dorothy you gotta watch out for campbell he's a bloody dirty con artist yeah yeah he's a a con artist all he wants is your money um get away from him but obviously dorothy's like blinded by the his beauty I was gonna say his beauty, but he's just a just a man. <laughs> he's just a man. Um, whereas, uh, to, to be fair, this the artist guy is the only guy 
in this the only the only male character or male male protagonist or not really a protagonist oh. who 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 looks any different and that's just because he got a bit of long hair yeah and uh, he's artsy and he's artsy and oh. he's into like polyamory or something and he's trying to get a yeah he's trying to get someone else involved when he's kissing his girlfriend beautiful goes, get her get her out of here and he goes <laughs> well i invited her here she goes, you feel like sleaze, I'm watching it again. <laughs> you sleaze bag. Something like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is quite interesting because I guess like as the art exhibit thing, um, it's rife. It's, it's a good sort of area. It's a good sort of like um location for there to be like a slasher kill, I guess, because there's all these visuals yeah. going on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like a maze as well, and it like a maze of walls. What and... was it saying? They they kept repeating something. I've forgotten. It's so bad. It was almost memory... like. I mean, it. I mean, this was bad. Not. I mean, when I say bad, I don't mean your memory. I mean, like this. This was. But if I would have gone here to this particular like exhibit, I would have been like, "Yes, this is fucking awful." This Get isn't me for me. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it was like. It was basically like a Valentine's Day thing, wasn't it? A Valentine's Day thing, and the the people talking were like. Saying stuff about love and lust and stuff there was like some it was hot yeah it was it was like a haunted house for me it was like i, I wouldn't want what i don't i don't, didn't get it to be honest um yeah. maybe i there wasn't was a, there was a bit of nudity it's not family friendly can take the kids there for a day out <laughs> so, you know sometimes you go to like a, a museum or a gallery or something can't take the kids not, no 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 we um, could but probably not recommended not recommended um so yeah, that kind of happens. The the, the artist guy is kissing his girlfriend, whose name is Lily. That's Lily, yeah. isn't it? Sorry, I'm mixing everybody up, unfortunately. Um, but that that's why I talk about the 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 diversity of the characters. Um, yeah. If if some if someone was if someone was had someone else about them other than being a spoiled brat, that's what it felt like everyone was male and female brats. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, she gets lost, and this is quite interesting. I kind of wish that this was like the mo. This was the, this was the way everyone died, bow and arrow, because it's relevant to Cupid, Cupid and yeah, stuff. The fact that we only get it is just this once, right? I think so. I don't remember it being again. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a really fair once. point, actually. Why did? Why wasn't that? No, his maybe he just thought, choice. I'm gonna try it out tonight. I'm gonna try it out tonight, and if it goes well, I'll make this my <laughs> weapon. But he did it, and then he had a really achy arm the next day because of drawing back on that. He's like, oh, bloody hell. yeah, no. <laughs> no can do. But yeah, he like fires what like three arrows into into Lily, and then she falls down a a stairwell. Yeah, and, a really and lands in the bin. Yeah, Which nice, nice, nice. That's probably the best kill, actually. Now, now, that the way you're describing it, um, possibly the best kill. I think and, it's definitely and the best relevant kill, yeah. to this Cupid mm. and Valentine. You know, it's I, it's all coming together a little bit. You know, I feel like there's a lot of interesting little ideas that this film brings, but it never like commits to anything. It always just kind of goes. Felt, ben, if I'm honest cool with you, it felt like. Um, it could have been a student film, not in terms of its production value, but the storytelling, the, the just the just even like the, the the last scene, 
it's it reminded me of this kind of stuff that I would have done when I was 18, 19 and studying film, you know. Mm. So it just feels a bit, it, I don't know. I can't believe now knowing that it cost 29 million. Where did that money go? I need to know. I really 28, to... 28 million for 28. Angel, David Doriana. David yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One million to Denise much. Richards. To be fair, of every everyone in this film, Denise Richards must have been paid the most because two thousand. I think so. It's I between think... her and him. I don't know who the others are, as in at the time. Yeah, it went. Denise Richards. I think. I mean, I mean, she was in. She was in a Bond film like the next the next year. So. Oh, was she? Okay. I think Die Another Day is two thousand and two. Um. Yeah, so like her star was like yeah, two thousand and two. So she was obviously on the rise. Do you remember what her character's name is in uh Oh no, she wasn't in Die Another Day. She was in. She was in um. Is it the world is not enough? The world is not enough. She was in. She wasn't in Die Another Day. Sorry, I've missed. Miss, so did miss that come? That. Did that come out after this? Nineteen ninety nine. It came out. So she'd already been in a Bond she... film. Oh, that's where the money went. That's where the money We've went. We've come to the bottom of it. Do We're really remember... good investigators, aren't we? <laughs> Great investigators. Do you remember FBI. what her name? Do you remember what her name was in the Bond film? I'm not a Bond person, so no. uh, it was Chris. It was Janet. Christmas Jones. Janet. <laughs> Christmas Jones. <laughs> it's Christmas Jones. Doctor Christmas Jones. Christmas Jones. I love it. Yeah, and the whole thing was basically she was like a nuclear physicist, and they were like. But look how attractive she is. She, <laughs> she she is lovely, and she's got brains as well. Who can believe it? So yeah, yeah, two years later, she was in this. That's obviously where the money went. Yeah, I've got to the bottom of that. Yeah, uh, I think Ben, you're going to sleep well tonight, knowing where that money went. You know, because I sure am. Because I'm... production wise, you wouldn't think where how why would it cost so much? But then it all makes sense now. Yeah. Well, I may well look into the nitty gritty of it. Maybe there's a YouTube video breaking it down for me. I'd like that. Um, yeah, so that kind of happens. She dies. She gets shot with arrows, falls into a dumpster, which is nice. Getting rid of the body. So far, the first two people have been killed. One was in a body bag. One was in a bin. You don't have to get rid of anybody's. Working out really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think when, when this was happening, Lily was like going to Los Angeles on a, like a work trip or something. So... I think it isn't clear that she's missing immediately, I believe. Um, I think the police are involved more now and they kind of agree that the culprit could be Jeremy Melton and they're trying to hunt him down, but there's like no records of him since since the mental institution is there. Um, apparently his parents were engulfed in a house fire. I wonder who started that. Um, <laughs> and basically, yeah, all information about Jeremy's old persona is erased. I think Kate is doing like some digging as well at one point. Oh wait, what about a bit where she has to rinse her hair off in the toilet? What? what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> something weird happens where like she's got no water, but she's like, I got crap in my hair, like and... shampoo. Hmm. And she go and she does a toilet. That's how you wash thing. your hair, Ben. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I've forgotten completely. I didn't <laughs> have hair, but I've just erased that part of my memory. It's like the bit in Home Alone Two when Joe Pesci is at his head's on fire and he decides to lower himself into the toilet, but it's full of gasoline and it explodes. That's what I kept thinking anyway. Remember that bit? 
<laughs> Home Alone. You like making references to Home Alone, don't you? Oh hell yeah! Yeah. To Home Alone one and two, two of my, two of my favorite, favorite films. Wait, because three right. is when um, they, it's not Macaulay Culkin, is it? Three is when it's some kid nobody knows. Some random, and he, yeah, random. And he's mode. not even he's not even home alone for the old direct old duration. He's home alone for a bit, and then his mum his mum comes home, and he's home alone again for a bit. He's like left at home because he's got chicken pox. Nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that's what happens. She washes her hair. Oh yeah, there's a really weird neighbor guy as well who like fancies her, and he says, "Do you want to go on a date, Kate?" You, we could, I could be your mate, Kate. Yeah, uh, was that to make us think that it could have been him? I guess so, but he was almost like, I don't know, I didn't take him seriously as being a potential at all. Obviously, he gets caught in the act later. He sneaks into Kate's house. Um, he it says it says here he's stealing her underwear. Is he just? What's he doing? He's just, gonna He's just doing it. her laundry. Come on. He's a nice guy. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's broken into her house to do her laundry. That's lovely yeah. of him. That's really kind of him. But he <laughs> says, he says like, oh, it's not what it looks like. I've got, what does he say? I, I've got a disease or something. He's like, <laughs> got an underwear stealing disease. And then the killer, the, the Cupid killer, like, um, uh, Irons him to death. Shows, I was going to say shows his face, but he doesn't. So obviously, doesn't. when when the nosebleed happens, so obviously the nosebleed is key to linking this killer back mm. to Jeremy Melton. The nosebleed, like obviously, it comes through the mask as well, and I know that that's just really done just because it looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I kept, I just kept thinking about this character's like peripheral vision in that mask. <laughs> I mean, we've all put on like a Halloween mask like that. And been can't can't see a goddamn thing. So you know how we're supposed to how we were saying you don't kind of sort of empathize with anyone. We found mm. your empathy, man. It was this killer, killer all along. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose like all killers. It's magic. All mass killers have got the same problem, but still. It's difficult. I think you feel it more because you see the blood. Yeah. And you shouldn't be seeing the killer's blood. It's, it should be the victim's blood, right? So yeah. yeah. But again, maybe that's trying to give like it's trying to give a little bit of a human side to him. But never at any point do we think it could be anyone other than this Jeremy Melton from the start. Because if he had a nose, because he has it, yeah, at the beginning, right, as a kid. So yeah, which is yeah. why when they try and throw in like a red herring, um, yeah, they should matter. have. They, I thought, do you know what? When that scene happened at the beginning, I thought, oh, there's going to be a load of people that's going, they're going to have random nosebleeds, so we, it's going to make us think, oh, it's that person, oh, it's that person. But they yeah, didn't. But in a in a way, that could have been kind of interesting, couldn't it? They should have done it, yeah. Yeah, even like because once it, or twice, not like everyone, but like you know, you never watch a slasher like a who who done it without trying to guess who it is. Otherwise, what's the point of watching it, right? So, but the worst thing is, is when you somewhat guess it and you're right, you don't, I personally don't feel like I've accomplished something. I feel like, why have I wasted an hour and a half when it gave it away in the first five minutes? But then, yeah, I guess all mass slashers are essentially whodunits, but this one almost feels like... We know. We kind of know who it is, but 
We don't know what he grew up to look like. We don't know what he grew up to look like. Because they even say at some point, like, oh, a little bit of plastic surgery and working out is surprising what, what could it could do for you. It's like, right? I mean, <laughs> if I was going to get plastic surgery, I wouldn't go in and go, make me look like Angel, will you? <laughs> Please, give me a... Give me a facelift. You just want you're missing the hair, aren't you? The full head of hair. That's all I'm missing. I reckon that made me look weird now though. I'm too used to my face now and head. It's ruined me. That's why that's what I tell myself anyway. Uh yeah, so I think Dorothy like admits to Kate and Paige. So Kate, the blonde, and Paige, Denise Richards, she admits that she lied about mm-hmm. Jeremy to avoid embarrassment. Which, in a way, only really makes her seem like a bad person because I think Kate and Paige just like backed her up because it was her friend, their friend. Um, I don't think they ever knew that there was a a lie involved. So really, like they're they're innocent. They're innocent, like, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Um, there's a weird bit where like Denise Richards like receives a video, like a video from like a dating agency or something with some yeah. guy, and he turns up later as well. But again, like honestly. This guy, it was mainly this guy, Campbell and Jason, that I found it really difficult to work out who was who. Um, <laughs> just different. Maybe it's the same actor. Maybe. They're just like the same flavor of man is the way, yeah. of, the way of saying it. Um, so, yeah, obviously the killer kills the neighbor. We've seen that. Beats him to death with an iron. Um, and now Valentine's Day is approaching. Dorothy, she's planning a family. Sorry planning a party at a family's estate. <laughs> planning um, a family. Perfect. Planning time. a family. She's planning a family at a party's estate. But I say that, though, but I feel like Dorothy, of all the characters, is definitely someone who'd be like, let's start a family, Campbell. Even though I don't even know your surname, apparently, we find out. Um, So she gives Campbell a gift of a Rolex? Is it a Rolex? It's like a watch or something. Uh, she gives him a gift, and then they sleep together, but poor old Campbell. Poor old Campbell can't rise to the occasion. Um, he's soft as something <laughs> soft. He's incredibly soft, and he's and he's dead embarrassed about it. Um, but again, is it because this is all a play? You know, this is a he's just he's a con man. He's not really into it. Uh, he. He's doing something where he's trying to like move some money from like a trust fund maybe into his account. I don't know if it's his trust fund. It's kind of mm. weird. Like, how would you be able to do that? Um, she calls him and like says, and his true colors are showing now. He's like all bad tempered and annoyed and like mm. rather be anywhere but there. Goes to like the pilot light down in the basement, and he gets murdered again. There's quite a good little shot here where. <clears throat> the lights are like flashing and we kind of see the, the Valentine killer like in the background mm. standing in the in the corridor. That's pretty cool. Um Yeah, and pretty much even though he so he axes Campbell to death, um and Dorothy, because he like doesn't doesn't turn up to a party, <laughs> he he she's like assumed that she's been dumped rather than worrying about him. Where is he? Is he alright? Where's he got to? She's just like I know when I've been dumped, all right? They just vanish. <laughs> they vanish into thin air. But that's why, I don't know. Because do we, I'm trying to think, We do we see her when he's murdered? 
No, she just like she just like talks to him through the intercom thing. Says like, okay. "Oh, Campbell, can you get it?" And and again, maybe it's almost like trying to suggest it could be her because she sent him down there. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah, separate. Cause, yeah, because I kind of wanted it to be one of the girls. I really want wanted that, but it's JM. Who's JM? Yeah, who is JM? John McEnroe. John McEnroe's good. Could quit thinking there. <laughs> just like the angriest man, just like <laughs> murdering people. He could. He could With his tennis racket. <laughs> he couldn't not do it in silence, though. He'd be shouting. Yeah. Uh, this. 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 Like. This is a weird sort of party situation going on. Obviously, like nobody having a Valentine's Day party is a bit weird. Anyway, I don't think anyone does that, do they? Do they? I'm doing it. Are Did you? you not get the invite? Oh, sorry, no. Ben. Is it in the post? <laughs> yeah, totally. Cheers. Thanks. I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a lot. It's a lot of effort's gone into this party, and I just kept thinking, who's made the effort? Actually, we do see Dorothy's dad. And then she has uh, like a bit of a uh, argument with uh, the the Asian bride. Of, yes. And what she call her? She calls her a, a male order bride. Yeah. From hell. This these characters, the dad and and the stepmom, never to be seen again, right? Then what are they? Where do they go? We just don't care, do we? We don't care. I mean, I don't care, but still, where are they gone? Um, who can I, I just kept, find it all? I just kept thinking, who did all this party stuff? Because there's like this massive balloon heart. Yeah. There's like decorations everywhere. There's like outdoor furniture. When you have money, Ben, you don't do it yourself. You get that it. That's for you. Is that what it works? Um, it was the housekeeper. Ooh, housekeeper gets like killed off screen and just like dragged into a <laughs> cupboard. Yeah. A bit harsh. Um, this is a weird party as well, right? So I was chatting about this with Charlie where he said, in American films all the time, people always go off to like have sex. And I always go, what room are they doing this in? Like <laughs> just someone's random bedroom. That's incredible. How rude. Also, the music <laughs> at this party is like sort of 2000s era, like uh, alternative metal thing, like Disturbed are playing at one point. Deftones, something like that. All of these people there don't listen to that music. All of no. these, you look at them all, they're all at like the cleanest cut. <laughs> yeah. and cut I, I know that like alternative rock and metal had a bit of a boom in the early 2000s with bands like that, but at the same time, there ain't no way. Everyone there is not listening to that, but I kind of like it because it's almost like a bit of a... But you know they do that in post-production, right? So they, had, they, didn't, they didn't even know what the what? music was. You what? You bloody what? Twenty-eight million on rights for songs. That's what's <laughs> gone on, isn't it? That's what's happened. Um, but yeah, so it's I I find this weird. I didn't really. Did you know how this? What was going on? Why was the guy from the like dating video? Why did he turn up? I guess Denise Richards just invited him. You have to assume that, right? Or yeah. we have to think. We have to, you know, is that JM? This this just cringed me out. This whole interaction of him like turning up and th them like dancing together, and then going up to the bedroom and he just revealed his genital mm. genitals, and then he said he, he said he said wax it, <laughs> and I was 
And I was confused by that because I thought, what does he mean? He doesn't mean actually wax it. He means that in in a in a hot, he wants hot wax or he, he wants can't, that can't be what it means. I reckon it's like a new. I reckon it's like a two thousand and one. Like, term is it worth or googling or are you scared? I'll Google it. Um, is it? I reckon it's like a two five two thousands term for something like for a wank off. That's what I reckon. Or a blowy. No, I don't reckon that because I reckon wax is more like got a. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The thought, the thought of wax is like. <laughs> Also, right, so I know obviously consent is incre incredibly important. However, I was I didn't understand the point of this scene because it was almost like, okay, Denise Richards seems like she's well into what's happening mm. until the second he reveals himself to her and then she decides, actually, I'm going to humiliate this guy. I just, mm. I want, I want, I didn't understand anybody's like, place in this scene and also where did all those silk scarves come from she pulled open a drawer and there are about <laughs> 12 silk scarves in there that she used to don't tie them up keep, to the bed you don't keep silk scarves I, I, I just i just do handcuffs to be honest i'm just all oh, right you're straight to the handcuffs okay straight to the straight to the fluff <laughs> the fluffy the fluffy handcuffs <laughs> oh so delicate anyway this I get it. I get the scene. Obviously, this guy's a bit of a douche, and he's and he's made an assumption that they're gonna gonna indulge in some sort of sexual act. I just thought it seemed like she was into it, and then she wasn't. So, her prerogative, of course. But she pours wax all over his balls and leaves him kicking and screaming. That's what he meant by wax it. Yeah. Well, I think that's obviously that's the that's the pun, but. I don't know. I do want to know. I've Googled it, Reaper, but I don't think I can work it out. Um, it's got a... It's, it doesn't really say. It just refers to it as what she did to it. Put the uh, hot wax. There's a whole Reddit page, which is Denise Richards pours hot wax on a man's groin in Valentine 2001. And it's got like a, f a couple of hundred upvotes. It's nice. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so she goes to like just chill out in a in a hot tub. She's like, right, I've had enough. This party, this party's lame. I'm gonna chill out in the hot tub in the like in the greenhouse or wherever it is. Um, Dorothy and Kate like have a big argument about stuff where she's obviously like she's still got some problems about the dynamic of the group, and she's like, I'm still mm -hmm. the fat girl of the group. Um, that's when she sort of says that Jeremy never assaulted her. Uh, oh yeah, and then the ex-girlfriend of Campbell, the one who said he was a con man, comes to the party as well. Why? For some reason. I, I don't. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Why, why did we get there? invites, Ben, and all these people that had no reason to be there? I don't. I was fifteen it's... in two thousand and one. These mid twenties American uh, people. Uh, I, don't want to do with I me. just think, I just <laughs> feel like um, this script was written on the day and dialogues were written on the day. So it's kind of on the fly. There's no mm. real planning here. It And this is probably why the characters feel so two-dimensional two almost. And there's no depth to them. There's no, yeah. you don't 
feel anything for for anyone. Um, no, like this character, like this could have easily been a character that we're supposed to hate. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this 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 bitch again, or a character that we're supposed to. She's desperate to help Dorothy yeah. by telling her about Campbell, but but she's not. Like she's again, uh, an unlikable sort yeah. of character for whatever reason. But yeah, mm. she she gets into a basically how many wings has this house got? Because it seems like you can be in the most in the busiest party environment, and two seconds later, you're in a different area of the house it and is. it's completely deserted. Yeah, big um, house, big old house, big old house. So she gets mm. like a the Valentine killer stalks her. She hides in a sauna, but when she comes out, she gets like thrown through the shower window, and then impaled on the on the glass. Very nice. Um, had to be done. Had to be done, and then he immediately goes after Paige as well in the hot tub. Leaves like a rose next to the hot tub, and she's like, "Come out, come out, wherever you are." <laughs> um, which is weird, and I'll just be like, "Do you want to be my Valentine?" She says, and I'm like. Just be freaked out when you have somebody randomly just put a rose there and ran away. Um, and then, the, yeah, the killer like throws her into the hot tub, puts the lid down, and then he got a drill plugged in with like an extension leak. It's, isn't it because she says to him at the beginning, I'd rather boil to death? Oh, does she? Oh, right. Okay. I didn't even think of that. Is she is she is he killing people based on their rejection? Of him? Is that what we're saying? I don't know, but I felt oh. like that's the one that because like I can't connect these characters at all. But one of them, and that stuck in my head, and I'm like, that's how she's going to die. And oh. so I'm assuming that's the link, or it's a coincidence because this doesn't feel like a very well written. Sounds about right. That sounds like it should be a. A link, but still, I didn't even I didn't even notice, or or I may have noticed, but I didn't put the two put two and two together. That's my key takeaway. <laughs> I mean, it's a shame, isn't it? Again, it's a shame because like Denise Richards, I think would have made a good final girl. The fact that she, her first instance because you wouldn't again. expect her to be a final girl. So yeah, in that sense, definitely. But she's like just... the character who's got the most substance out of anybody in this. Do you know what I mean? Like she's she's she knows what she wants. She doesn't. She does. She knows what she wants, and she don't say no for an answer. All right. She yeah. Take it, you're a dickhead. Even the police officer who says like he yeah, answers yeah. you. She's like, ooh, get away from me. Yeah. Her, her. Um. There's, there's a few. There's a few kills off screen as well, which is kind of odd for a film like this, especially. Um. That's what you go for, right? That's what. Hmm. Like when you go to the cinema, at least that's what you. You kind of. I yeah, don't want to see the kills. Like obviously the police officer gets killed off screen. Is his severed head is in like the pond. I know we'll get we'll get to that. Um, it was a very obvious tell that the character is is who we think it is. Again, I think we missed this, but earlier on, David Boreanaz, Jeremy Melton gives Kate a what does he give her? He gives her like a a, a Valentine's lollipop. <laughs> and she and she writes I O U T L C on like a dry cleaning ticket or something and gives it to him. Uh, That's true romance, enough. Romance ain't dead. Mm. Uh, yeah, so obviously the killer kills um, Paige Denise Richards. Drill electric drill through the lid of the hot tub, like catches her shoulder a few times. Uh, but it's just a game, isn't it? Because then he just 
electrocutes her, throws the thing in there. I get it, but it feels like it's too this guy's he's got too this guy or girl has got too many weapons, mm. using too many things. Um just just a bow and arrow would have been absolutely yeah. enough. I think that that when it is when there is more than one weapon, it that's where I started to believe that it's not just one. And may, maybe not, maybe it wasn't just I don't know. You just don't know, do you? There's, mm. I feel like yeah. the ending is somewhat conclusive, but then it's not because we don't really yeah. know. Um Yeah, I think but, the ending's almost like some bits could be open to interpretation. You know, like in yeah. Scream, how there are these like <laughs> Um, articles or videos that kind of like show you which what which killer was which for each kill, mm. um, and like yes. what te- what tells there are that one's stew and one yeah. is um the boyfriend. What's the boyfriend's name? Deke Ulrich. Uh, um, what is his name? Oh, yeah, well, I've forgotten his name. That's very silly. Uh, but yeah, there are tells apparently about like, like, which one's which. Like um, Ski Ulrich. Uh, sorry, um. Uh, Matthew Lill- Stu, Matthew yeah. Lillard, Billy Loomis, of course. Billy um, Loomis. Matthew Lillard, like he's a bit more clumsy. He's the one who like it, when they put up a fight, and Billy Loomis is a bit more um decisive, evil. Mm. He's the evil one. Stu is a bloody silly, silly boy, isn't he? He was the silly boy. Give me a stab in. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, Paige, Paige is dead. Uh, which is a shame. This is the point where everyone walks out of the cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone does. I only came in for Denise Richards, Christmas Jones. Uh, so yeah, the power, the power cuts out. The part, basically, everybody leaves the party. They've had enough. There's no power. What's the point? Uh, no oh. music. Uh, Kate. They sort of have an argument now. Kate and uh, Dorothy, where they're basically accusing the other person's boyfriend of being the killer. Yeah. Kate says. Campbell could be a suspect. They don't know anything about him. They don't know his surname. Uh, Dorothy says, oh, it could be Adam because he's a recovering, recovering alcoholic, alcoholic boyfriend. Alcoholic, yeah. This was kind of weird because this is another element that kind of went over my head a little bit, the recovering alcoholic bit. I know it was mentioned early on, but later on when he's having a drink of um, champagne or something straight out of the bottle, Kate like proper kicks off. Um, and I was honestly, initially, I was like, why is she kicking off? What's wrong with her? And then, yeah, him being a recovering alcoholic was a was a plot point. Was that? Yeah, something... I think I I think it wasn't explicitly, or was it? No, because she says earlier, oh, he likes a drink, but he's fully in control of it. So why does she kick off so much when she saw him having a swig? Because when when it's um, you know, the first one that gets killed um, when at the fu- at the funeral. When he he shows up, and that's yeah. a classic. That's a classic. What he what does he say? Um, I know we're on a break, but here I am, and I'm like, hmm. Mm. So suddenly you're back, and there's a there's a killing. Okay, interesting. There was another weird moment in that funeral at the start where like Denise Richards just I don't know had a fairly normal looking top on, and they went bloody out, Denise. It's a it's a funeral. Put the girls away. <laughs> they pretty much just said that to her. I was like, what? What's going on? Um, so yeah, we're into like the final final act of this film there, the final the final reveals, I guess. So um I think they find out that Lily D 
didn't arrive in LA. Kate's pretty much like, ah, she's dead. So they call Detective Vaughn and he's like, I'm on my way, I'm on my way around. Um, and then a little bit after that, Kate's like ringing the number of the detective. She hears the phone. She goes outside and that's when she finds his severed head in the pond. This is like a the Jules jump scare, severed head just mm. popping up. But the tell here is that the laundry ticket with IOU TLC is floating in the pool. So for me, it felt like that was the confirmation 100% for the audience. It was most definitely David Boreanaz slash Adam Carr, who is Jeremy Melton, right? And it seems to confirm that for Kate as well, because when she goes back inside the house, everything that happens from now up until like the f the very last scene, essentially, I feel like she's completely convinces him. Yeah, because he he asked to dance with her, right? So, and that is what he does as a kid. He yeah. asks the girls to dance, and then she does. But then, does she knee him in the? bollocks or something she's just... in the bollocks and then she runs away um and of course if you're not a killer what you got what you do is you keep chasing after her going come back here kate in a weird yeah way. so she yeah. also like cr smashes his head uh with with a with a bottle of like champagne while she's running through the house she like finds like dorothy's room is trashed and then she finds Paige dead in the hot tub and then ruthie dead in the shower room um she manages yeah. to get like a get a gun which i think they mentioned earlier like a gun yeah. study or something gets a gun she's uh, like what's amazing is does she have experience with guns well because when, she on, doesn't said, get oh, it in properly the first time but then she does and it's like come on how, how do people know how to load a gun like a it's like a big old scary gun as well, isn't it? Like it's a like yeah. Desert and there was a whole, there was a that whole sort of. Mm. She said, um, she said earlier, oh, don't worry, my husband. Uh, sorry, my dad's got a gun in his study, and she said, oh, that's a that's a way to get us all killed. And obviously, that is a I guess a precursor to the way mm. to the way that Dorothy does die because yeah, she's walking up the stairs with her gun, and as she opens the door at the top of the stairs, a cupid mask killer jumps out from the darkness and they go tumbling down the stairs both land pretty much KO'd and I thought we were going to get a moment here which happened a lot in Scream didn't it where the Scream killer uh, Ghostface is is knocked out and they're like crawling over him to try and get away which is yeah. which is tense which is tense but no the un the killer sits up like the Undertaker I've got an Undertaker t-shirt on as well so that's obviously oh yeah <laughs> sits up like the Undertaker and then suddenly is pumped full of lead. And then we look up and it's Adam, a.k.a. David Boreanaz, who's shot this person to death. Uh, and then suddenly, this just convinces Kate that she was completely wrong. She shouldn't and she says sorry, doesn't she? She says sorry. Yeah. But I feel like she's not entirely to blame because he was being very creepy. Extremely creepy. And um, even at that point, you kind of know that the fact that there's still 10 minutes left. Something yeah. is not adding up here. So either I thought, if there is two people in on this prank, because um, it is prank. a prank, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they've got a, like a vest on that's got full of tomato ketchup. So when it got pierced, it's, it's not actually blood. 
That's just um, the screen. Because you know when pig's um, when Angel takes the mask off, it's so he's so unbelievably slow with it, and but it doesn't. There's no tension build there. It's just like I'll oh, just get on with it because we know there's going to be more to come. Take the bloody mask off, yeah. And then it's corn syrup. Corn syrup. That's what Billy Loomis uses in screaming that to make yeah. it look he's all bloodied. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he pulls the mask off and it's Dorothy. Good old Dot. Completely dead. Dot. Um, Kate says sorry. And then like says something like, oh, but she was so happy not so long ago. Like, there's it, this this arises, this raises way more questions than answers, especially if I was Kate. Like, I'd just be like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. What? Why would it be her? <laughs> what would it be her? Yeah. That makes sense. Um. And then obviously Adam is doing this all explain. It's like he's explaining how what must have caused Dorothy to do it, but we know he's just explaining why he's done it because he says mm. childhood trauma can lead to lifelong anger, and some people are forced to act on that anger. Referring to Do- to Dorothy, but um, uh, I think it's clear here that this is almost like a confession because mm. um, Adam says, "I loved, you. I love you. I have always loved you," which obviously. For some reason, Kate doesn't find that creepy at all, and she's close. She's all snuggled into him with her eyes closed, but Adam's nose begins to bleed, uh, and drips onto her face. You'd feel it straight away, wouldn't you? Didn't Which feel it. I, 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 why did that have to even happen? In that, it just felt unnecessary because you'd feel it, and mm. surely you'd be like, maybe that would have been a better ending, not the fade to black on Angel. Maybe her then realizing realize it. Shit. But I guess it's one of those endings where we're like, I know it ends there, but surely, uh, uh, two seconds later she is gonna do that. Um. So it says here in the Wikipedia, he killed the girls correspondently to the words they offended him with thirteen years ago. So I guess yeah, I'd rather boil alive was Paige. I can't remember the rest. I guess what did one of them say? I'd rather be shot three times with an arrow in the chest and fall. <laughs> Down a staircase and land in the bin. <laughs> that's exactly what. And he went. That's it. That's it. And the other one, I guess, went. I'd rather be. Wait, which? What? What? what... I'd rather be in a body bag. Did one of them say that. I'd rather have my throat slit. I guess one of them must have said. Ah, uh, maybe. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. And I guess, and it says, except for Kate, who was the only one nice to him in the beginning. Uh, I thought he was gonna kill her then, or at least try, but he didn't. Um, so there we go. That is Valentine. No sequel to this film, even though it kind of ends on the probably the biggest cliffhanger of any like slasher of this era, because most slashers usually just reveal the killer, kill the killer, kill the killer. Yeah, and I kind of respect it for that because for me, especially in modern slashers like Scream Five and Six. It kind of frustrates me a bit when you just immediately kill. Yeah, tie it up with a nice bow. I think at least like, like wound them to a point where they're incapacitated, so that we think, oh, they could come back. You know. Well, Um, it was. It seems to me that they were obviously very geared up for a Valentine too, Um, but but just didn't based on what money it made. They were like, nah, fuck that shit. Exactly, they were. Um, okay, so I guess we should 
uh, rate the film. I haven't actually prepared any name game because it's usually Andy's thing and it's only one word, so it's difficult, isn't it? I can only think of Galentines, you know, when a... Yeah, girls. Girlfriends decide to have a lovely Valentine's time. That could be that. Maybe that would be the sequel, Galentines. Kate <laughs> lo- loses loses the plot and, and kills all of her mates. All of her mates are dead. Unlucky. Uh, it brings so guess... them back to life, only to kill them again. Oh, interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I guess we've got to rate the film then. A to F. Pluses and minuses available or allowed. Do I have to go first? You don't have to go first. I can go first if you prefer. Go on, you go. I'd like to know. Just so you can copy me. Yes. Um, So I initially, when I looked at my rating for this, it was quite low. uh, What I'd rated it before. I think watching it this time around and then talking about it, which tends to happen a lot, I appreciate it a little bit more. However... So what I wrote before was that every character sucks. I said the women, the men are awful and the women are shallow. Who wrote this? I just wanted everyone to die. Maybe that was the point. I don't. I I still feel like that about a lot of the characters. I feel like no one in this character has got much in this film has got much of a redeemable quality. However, I think as a setup for a film, it's still all right. It just isn't necessarily. Um, it doesn't pl- play out the way it probably should, and also the fact it's got like a such a big budget, I would have expected a bit more. Um, the kills are all right; some of them are okay, but the fact that some kills happen off screen is kind of a bit bit of a cop out. Mm-hmm. Uh, C minus, I think. Oh, really? I'm not going to go as low. Is that is that really low? No, it's high. Oh, high. I I don't like it doesn't bother me like I think it's still watchable I think it's got that sort of Hollywood sheen to it where it still feels like it fits in with some of these films like Mm. of this era so I think C minus yeah I think I gave I think I gave the film gothic last week a C minus as well and I think similar I'd say a similar sort of vibe I, I gave it two two stars out of five on Letterboxd, the last time I reviewed it, I think I'd bump it up to two and a half stars out of five just because I think maybe because I was paying a little bit more attention, I noticed some some more interesting things about it. But yeah, C minus, mm. why not? You're going lower. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think obviously it always helps when you talk about it because there's things that, you know, people interpret differently anyway. So where it could have like gone up, it's then pulled down by too many factors, you know, just there's no character development. There's no empathy for anyone. Um, Even for um, Jeremy, I know it's horrible. His life has been ruined, but I don't know. I don't don't think I was pushed enough to... It's like... uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in while you were reviewing it. It's a real emotionless performance. Yeah. As well. Like the fact is he could have been quite emotionless throughout and quite chill and just like a normal guy. If we would have seen him really come out, come out of that at the end and like show his frustration. I don't necessarily mean like angry and like a, a, a like a comic book villain, but maybe like if we saw some sadness. Yeah. You know what I mean, like his life had been yeah. ruined by a lie. If we saw some sadness. Maybe we could go, you know what? It is pretty awful what's happened to him. Yeah, sorry. I think, no, but I think... Sorry, David, if you're watching or listening, but 
he's a pretty dull actor. Um, I, I don't really rate him as an actor. I mean, people think yeah. he's nice to look at. I don't. Um, but um, even if he tried, I think the, the casting was wrong in that sense. And I think when they were, I do definitely remember when this was being promoted, it was so much on him. Um, and maybe yeah. it's the whole Buffy wave, the angel wave, whatever. Um, I don't know. Okay, so cut to the chase. Mm. Um, <laughs> I can't say F, can I? Oh, God. I, don't think it goes low I just wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't. Uh, the only reason why I would have watched it if you hadn't Googled it, again, I mean, is yeah. um, just to see if there was that link of what the girl said is how they died. But you've confirmed that yeah. for me now. So I like that. So maybe I could maybe... Yeah, give it a bit more. No, F is I, F is really I, mean, isn't it? I, I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you how to rate it. It's your rating. I'm just saying. I feel. I feel yeah. like when I rate something F, I'm either like so bored that I'd rather be watching paint dry, or like I'm I'm angry at how bad it is. Whereas I am quite angry at how bad it is, though. Yeah, that's fine. I think you are. Maybe F's pushing it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll bump it up to an E based on. Um that linkage mm. i like that um i just feel like it's really badly written um yeah. that it didn't it didn't it, it wasn't obvious and ben you're you're the expert here you didn't pick up on that that that's that's quite saying a lot right what 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 that, that link from on? what the girl said yeah but you know I don't know. Maybe sometimes, sometimes. It'll I start think you film. would pick that up though, Ben, because you're well versed. This is your arena. Um, it felt like those things that they were saying were just like generic, silly things to yeah. like say or leave me alone. It didn't feel for a second that those were, you know, what I mean, I'm being boiled alive. <clears throat> I don't know. For some reason, it, that just didn't. I don't know. Just didn't really make a connection. That's the only one that stood out for me though. Um, so if there'd been more like that, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, but okay, I'll, 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 I'm just trying to think of something worse than because see, I, I wasn't a big fan of faculty either, so. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. God, you're not going to invite me back again, are you, Ben? This is my last show. Not <laughs> uh, <laughs> having oh, her no. back again. She's bloody rating them really low. She's so bloody negative. Well. To be, I, I've, I've got no true love for this film. I don't mind either way. If it was something I, I really enjoyed, then sure. But I <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with my E, E for something. Ew, ew, yeah. Ew, this is yeah. horrible. I do think uh, I just, I really wish that there was a bit more focus on the character building and the, um, or just depth. Give them some depth and yeah, um, things like. The murder weapon. How how did they kind of get it wrong? And this could have been a really nice way oh, to. Yeah. It felt like all the pieces yeah. were there to make this a great film. I think yeah. maybe when I when I when I watched it most recently in twenty twenty, I was kind of I think I was feeling similar to you are now. Okay. I think just because just I've watched it again, maybe I've um just taken a bit more of it in. I don't know, and and maybe seen past some of the bad. And try to look at some yeah. of the good, but despite that, a C minus for me is still a below average film. So maybe if in twenty twenty eight I rewatch it, 
Yeah. Yeah. And then call me back on the show and see if my rating's gone up. Yeah. Set, set, uh, make it put set a reminder on your phone for 2028. What rewatch Valentine? Rewatch the, I wonder if there's a director's cut. I don't think there is. I don't think anyone wanted that. Um, (laughs) I went straight in the bin. (laughs) Straight in bin. Okay. Um, well, there we go. That is Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. If you're listening, if you do celebrate Valentine's Day, enjoy yourself. If you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, do you know what? Don't worry about it because as everyone says, it was invented by greetings card companies, wasn't it? Something like that. Vintons. Hallmark. Vintons. They all invented it saying, believe Valentine's Day, what are you doing? Um, yeah, so enjoy yourself. Watch this film if if you fancy. If you fancy something trashy. I think, well, yeah, one of the reviews said it was trashy and it is trashy, you know? It is trashy. Yeah, um, I think, you know, when you... Maybe I'm being really harsh on it, um, but... It is quite as, trashy, and maybe as somebody who has such a love for for those slashes of those of that era, maybe these are like the um the ones. Do you know what I mean? The ones that come out afterwards, you just they you can feel kind of there's no love lost for them, is there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's no love. You're, lost you're almost like watching it, going, "This is nowhere near as good as these films that I love." No, even though it did, it cost more. What what was yeah yeah it, it did yeah more. it cost double it cost like double the double the amount of scream and like but not double the enjoyment not double the satisfaction that's not, not how it works the... is it that's not how it works unfortunately no. no um so yeah thanks for joining us Rupa it's been fun well, thank please you join for us please join back. us again soon not for not not in a year hopefully sooner than that yeah maybe um. I'm just trying to think what could what could bring me back. If you do doing a ranking on screen, I'll definitely be up for that. Oh yeah, I think we you know, we discussed that before, didn't we? But we never yeah. ever got round to it, so we still yeah. need to do that. Because um, I'd like to watch them again, actually. Because I, I I do think when you rewatch, you you because with Scream three was always the worst one for me, but it it all changed. But I didn't want to reveal it. I want to reveal. It. I might watch it again. Um, maybe we do that for seven. Depending on what happens with that film, we'll see what happens. Um, if not, um, if not, I'm sure we'll find another ninety slasher, especially if it's one you've not seen before. Um, yeah, I think it's good to uh, to venture out a bit <laughs> outside of yeah. the scream verse and the. I know what you did last summer. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to our current patrons. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review uh, online. And we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search Horror Hangout um, Podcast. You'll find us everywhere. Next week, we are talking about, uh, again, this is a film I'm surprised we've not covered before, The Strangers. Um, And we're talking about it with another returning guest. It's all about returning guests this month. Uh, Lucy. Lucy's returning. She's coming back to the show. it's been a little while for her as well. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, but thanks again for joining us, Rupa. And Thank see you, you for having soon. me. Missed Andy, though. Shout out to Andy. Shout uh, out to Andy. Yeah, Miss, we missed Mr. you. Mr. Valentine himself. <laughs> He's probably yeah. out there right now firing his... Uh... <laughs> I don't, know. I don't oh. know why, but the first thing I thought of saying was firing blanks. But no, that was Campbell. <laughs> 
in this movie, Valentine. I don't even think he was firing blanks. He couldn't even rise to the occasion. Anyway, that's a nice note to end it on. See you later, Rupert. And, you, uh, bye. bye, everyone. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.